as entrepreneurs, we're told over and over again, we've got to assemble a community of like-mind people who really resonate with us, who are attracted to what we do, whether it's a widget or a product. Now, there are very few people that I know that do that well. And I have an unbelievably talented young fellow that's going to be joining us. And uh, Jason Garnard has done some amazing things. He, from scratch, built up a $6 million e-commerce business. And then he kind of turned it off. So there's some lessons we can learn there. But what he's done is he's put together one of the most exclusive mastermind groups. And that's really what we're doing here at Accelerating Entrepreneurial Successes. We're bringing together like-minded entrepreneurs to share ideas. And Jason is just full of ideas of how to create an exclusive community. And as entrepreneurs, we want that. Stay tuned. Ordinary success, no way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Jason, I am so excited to have you here with us, particularly after having a huge success at your Mastermind Talks in Toronto. You know, do you have a voice left? I do. I'm still licking my wounds, but it was uh, it was definitely it was a great event. So thank you for the kind intro. Well, no, and it's and one of the things you and I met at Joe Polish's Mastermind Group. We're big believers in masterminds, bringing together really successful entrepreneurs, and magic happens. And you know, as entrepreneurs, not everyone that's on you know watching this, whether it's the video podcast or listening to us on the audio podcast is familiar with what masterminds are because i mean we shoot that up and maybe you're, you're you're the expert in this jason what 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 is a mastermind well unfortunately it's a word or a term that's been diluted over the years with you know everybody in the information marketing space offering masterminds for 47 dollars a month and what have you but mastermind at its core i mean they've been around for hundreds of years benjamin franklin has belonged to masterminds and all kinds of people in business and politics and basically it's 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 a sounding board it's a it's a tight-knit group of individuals that meets up on a either quarterly or monthly basis, some, sometimes weekly, and they kind of deep dive into each other's businesses, into their, their personal lives, and work as a, as a sounding board to really ex help expose each other's blind spots, um, share some best practices, that kind of stuff. And it's, for, for me, it's one of the most kind of powerful opportunities or environments to, to learn about others and learn about yourself. Well, and, and so let me set the stage. What I want everybody to get out of hanging out with Jason and I today and the, the concept that I'm looking for that I think is going to be really important is one, everybody should be in a mastermind group. I mean, you know, at the least, you should be in our virtual mastermind group. The price is right, and it's AESNation.com. You can go check out everything. You can get the, you know, all these podcasts and so on. But reality is I'm in three mastermind groups. I've got one that I've created for financial advisors. We have one now that we're creating for the deal side of what we'll be announcing a little later. But I am a big believer in the magic that comes together. So number one, Jason, I want to talk about the, the masterminds and you know, how you can find the right one for you, the expectations, what happens at these things. And then second, one of the magics that you do that's so good, and you and I have kind of kicked around this, and we both kind of play in this, but you know, attracting people to you, creating a community, whether it's in an e-commerce business, whether it's, you know, I mean, one of the factoids you shared with me is, 
you know, creating your first mastermind group you know, with, uh, I mean, this is, to me, this is pretty amazing of 4,200 people raising their hand to say, I want to work with you and, you know, kind of seeing if they qualify in a hundred. What, what was the price point of the first one? First event was uh, 3,300. Yeah. So, I mean, how many of you as fellow entrepreneurs out there, be honest, have 4,200 people to ask to come to an event of yours? or to buy one of your products or your services and exclusive group only 100 qualify. So Jason, why don't, why don't we start with the, I, I wanna start with the mastermind part first, but then I wanna go into kind of the, you know, the, the business of, you and I have talked about you know, all the different methodology, whether it's buying Facebook ads or whether, <laughs> I mean, both of us have had some false starts along the way and learned lessons and we've had some big surprises and, We've seen the power of relationships, but you know, let's go to the mastermind groups first. I mean, the, the guys hanging out with you, I, I just watched the teaser reel of the uh, event that you just had and you kind of put some shots together. I see you, you're jogging up and you're looking full <laughs> of energy all the time. When they come to an event like that, what are, what are we getting? And I, I wanna bring in Joe Polish's group and Dan Sullivan's group, some of the other sure. good friends and partners we have. But you know, let's, let's go to, what, what can we expect? Well, I mean, we have a saying that, I mean, people come to events generally for content, and that's why they'll come to our event out of the gate. But what they'll leave with, well, at, during the event itself, they'll connect with other like-minded entrepreneurs, and then what they'll leave with is community, and that's where the value is. For me, my the re whole reason why I belong to masterminds, high-level masterminds, go to high-level price point events, is because the type of people it'll attract. Really, it really separates. For me, the higher the price point of an event or a mastermind, the more of a chance there'll be some real players in the room. It really separates the talkers from the real players. And when you're dealing with anybody, but specifically entrepreneurs, there's a lot of people who will give you lip service and they talk big game and stuff like that. So in the case of our events, we have a very highly curated audience. Uh, like you made mention, our last year's event had 4,200 people apply. We accepted the top 100 people, which is actually statistically, somebody brought it up to me recently. It's harder to get into one of our events than it is into, into Harvard. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then our last event that just passed. I, I don't think you let me in, as a matter of fact, but that's, uh, we're going to talk about that <laughs> you later. You come to the next one. <laughs> No, you know, it's funny, Jason, the, uh, the, you know, we met Joe Polish has a really kind of a marketing CEO group, primarily information marketing, but a lot of people now it's really expanded about 150 or so. Yeah. And I, I know that's where we first met and we were comparing notes and, you know, some of the ideas you've had, I've gone ahead and put together and you know, really both of us are interested in these mastermind ideas and bringing people together because I, I can tell you that there's just so much magic that happens. I, w I was at an event last week in Nashville. I don't know if you met Robin Robbins. I met her. From, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Rob, Robin. Yeah. She's one of the most talented young ladies uh, that I know. And she coaches MSPs. And they, these are uh, managed service providers, kind of the high tech groups and, you know, that take care of small and mid-sized business. And it's just phenomenal. But just one idea that she gave me, I think is going to be worth $2 million. I did make a generous contribution to one of her charities. I did offer to pay her and she said, no, no, just write a check. But it's a, uh, to my charity, but it's, I, I tell you, it's, you know, and it's something quite honestly, I would have never thought of. And getting together the connections that come out of these, and I could go on and on, and I know you can too. I mean, what, was, you know, what are some of the connections that you saw coming out of your first mastermind 
that you, are you getting any reports back from the participants? That's actually, so that's actually the toughest part of being in the event space is uh, the event oftentimes is, is such this great, such a great catalyst of connecting people and they go on to work together and collaborate on different projects and stuff like that. And oftentimes, you know, a few months and later, they, a few they years later, to they forget us. the event is <laughs> the actual catalyst yeah. of that. So that's the only problem we face in this, this industry, but we do a pretty good job of staying on top of things. We have a private Facebook group that is very, very active and stuff like that. So we do a pretty good job with that. But I mean, my... I, I, my life has been changed because of Mastermind Group, specifically actually Joe Polish's group, because when I got out of my last business, I had no clue what I was going to do next. I was in transition, didn't know what industry I'd get into, but I knew I wanted to kind of surround myself with some interesting people. That's why I put the money down to go into Joe's group. And because of that, you know, I absorbed some of his network. So that his, that $25,000 fee to get into his group fast-tracked me and I absorbed some of his network in the matter of months mm -hmm. and uh, have since kind of taken that principle elsewhere and it's been a, you know truly a game changer for well me. let me play a segment here real quick and we call it life intrudes and it's you know nobody gets out of life unscarred and my guess is i know you have a few and i've got a few <laughs> we're probably going to get a few more jason along the way but you know one of the things that you you built up the six million dollar e-commerce business and Tell, tell me about that, because I know, it, you know it was a, you, really that's a pretty amazing thing to do at any age. And then some stuff happened that you're not doing that now and you're doing this. You know, kind of what was sure. that scar moment? Yeah, so I mean, I, I dropped out of high school. I started a service-based business, and I realized that service-based businesses are hard to scale. I uh, pivoted into an online product business, which that was the business I grew to $6 million a year over four years with no outside investments. And that was a ticketing business. So, so we sold and resold concert tickets online. Very, very lucrative business. We did very well. It was a big uh, big profit margin because we had a small team. But I was... I was you know, living the whole four hour work week. I was traveling the world. I was making a ton of money. With all that money and all that free time, I was forced to answer some difficult questions. You start climbing up Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And you start asking yourself, you know, why am I here? Will I be remembered? And I was not happy with the answers I was giving myself at the time. And I was never passionate about the industry. So consciously I decided to sell my business, but subconsciously I started to pull, pull away from it. And eventually I became comfortable with scaling the business down. And two things happened that were beyond my control, unfortunately, or fortunately now, that landed me a quarter million dollars in cash debt, which was uh, August of 2012. So that was quote unquote my low point. I had no business, no cash flow, quarter million dollars in debt. I was 70 pounds heavier than I am now. So that was, that was I guess, my rough spot. Well, th those are the magic moments that we all have. <laughs> and, you know, and it's, it's amazing uh, how much, I mean, I didn't actually, I joined, uh, Joe Polish's group, Mastermind, because our revenue dropped 45% during the 2008-2009. I coached financial advisors, and all of a sudden, the companies, the brokerage firms, not only were they not calling us, some didn't exist anymore. And I wanted to find out the marketing automation and meet guys like you that are doing all this. Let me play one more segment here. And I want to go, what is the big breakthrough? I mean, you, you, you know, this is kind of reinventing yourself. I mean... You know, we hit rock bottom, you're now, I mean, when I talk to, I mean, you've referred a bunch of guys to me. They, they all love you to death. Jason, I, I know you're a great guy and, you know, hanging out with you too. But all of a sudden you're now, you know, they go, 
When I say masterminds, they say Jason. <laughs> I, I didn't see the trademark on masterminds. I, I, maybe there is one on mastermind talks, but it's coming. It's yeah, coming. it's coming. Get it right away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, how well how mastermind talks came to be quite simply was I I went somebody gave me a ticket to go see Seth Godin in New York, and I've always been a huge fan of Seth, yeah. but I've never had the opportunity to actually see him live in person. And the theme of his little workshop was in, was the connection economy. Now there's huge huge value connecting like-minded individuals, and at the time I'm like, there's no group as disconnected as entrepreneurs because everybody's working in their own little silos and that kind of stuff. So I started doing these things called mastermind dinners, where I'd invite six to eight entrepreneurs who didn't know each other, and with the hopes of them kind of connecting over dinner. Mm -hmm. And the first one I did almost canceled two hours prior because I'm like, nobody's going to see value in this; they're going to think I wasted their time. <laughs> but thankfully, I went through with it, and the people at the dinner had got huge value from meeting each other. I got clarity that connecting entrepreneurs was something I wanted to do to some capacity. And these dinners would cost me six, $700 to put on. But I kept on doing these dinners because at the time I was seriously considering bankruptcy. And I'm like, the bank could take whatever measly assets I have left, but they can't take my relationships. So that was the only safe investment I could make at the time. And then, so I kept on doing these dinners and then I had an opportunity to do an event. I've known Tim Ferriss for a long time and he, he wanted to, to partner on an event, so. Well, I, that's when I met you and you stepped up on that one. That was a big step up with Tim. It was a big, yeah, a big step up. Because when we actually, when I signed up for 25K, I, that was my Hail Mary. I was already a quarter million dollars in debt. I had nothing else to lose. So that 25,000, I decided to invest either in my relationships or myself. So all the money I had left, I was investing my relationships or myself. And my, you know, investing myself was 25K at the time. So you met me right when I was throwing that Hail Mary and I had no clue what would, uh, what would transpire from it. Well, and this is, so we're not suggesting to fellow entrepreneurs to shoot the Hail Mary. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> we want to keep you from that. But, uh, you know, there are all these times that we have this. And, and, I, and I think the one big lesson I would want everyone to walk away from viewing this or listening is, you know, don't ever try to solve a problem alone. And the best you can do is get the best people, you know, whatever relationships around you. And I, I know we did a hot seat together, Joe's group, and everybody got to know you. You built some great relationships and you know, you're, you're, and I don't want, I want to, I'm going to say leveraging them today, but I don't mean that. It's not like it's exploiting. One of the things we're all doing is learning together. You and I have reached out to each other, sharing ideas. And, and once you have that, and you know, it's most, uh, I don't know about your drinking buddies. I mean, I've, I've got a conference tomorrow I'm doing with 2,400 people online. You, you're doing your events. And my drinking buddies kind of go, what do you do? You know, you're sitting around your pool house <laughs> talking to yourself all the time. And, yeah. yeah, so having fellow entrepreneurs you know, never, never, never sit alone trying to solve a problem. It's no, terrible. and, if you, and the, the one thing to that, I mean, when you look at when I was successful in business financially, I surrounded them. I had great mentors at the time. I had a great peer group. When I ended up losing it all, it's because I actually didn't have good mentors. I didn't have a good peer group. So what really helped kind of pull me out of that really quickly was I pulled a lot of bandwidth and, and money and investment into relationships, into masterminds, that kind of stuff. So that's what pulled me out so quickly because people look at my story now and they're like, oh my God, you, you know, you bounce back so fast. It's simply because I had the right people in my network. That's really what it came down to. You know, let's talk about what you're passionate about now, because I mean, you are, you know, I've seen you when you're kind of, you're thoughtful, you're quiet and everything else. And then I see you come alive too, Jason. And, and I, I mean, really, you know, we both come alive. It's, it's not networking in a classic sense. It's the connections and really making value. But tell me what you're passionate about now. What are you doing now that, you know, other entrepreneurs can, you know, hear about, maybe even use, but also lessons learned in that passion. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm passionate about what I do business-wise. I know that sounds kind of flip-flop, but it, it truly, I mean, I, there's not a single person I do business with that I wouldn't have over to my house for Sunday dinner. And that's completely different than, you know, my last business. So I, you know, we, we just finished our event. It was late last week. It's Tuesday today. And I'm already planning next year's event, which is actually already half full. So I'm in a good position there. I mean, I love what I do. And that's the big difference between this last business and, and this business. I love surrounding myself with brilliant entrepreneurs. I love being, you know, if there's that quote, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. I love being the dumb guy in the room. Yeah, I, uh, I love traveling to events. I love meeting guys like you and catching up with guys like you who are up to, you know, really fascinating, brilliant things. So that's it. I mean, I know it's, it's sounds weird because it's my life and I truly you know I enjoy every every single minute of it so it's nothing nothing outside my reach I mean I live this every day no and I mean and I and I see that and I mean one of the things is you and I've had the privilege to get to know each other is that I mean that passion shows up over and over again and and it's you know a lot of people talk about well follow your passion the business will happen and it's no you know follow your strengths what you're really good at and that you can build a business with it because you you have to have a group you want to be a hero to and I mean Jason I I think of it you and I want to be a hero to the same people I want to be heroes to entrepreneurs I want to be able to help them make a difference I think you know they are making the world so much better for everyone much as you know people in charities not-for-profit you know on occasion the governments are doing you know, some good things. <laughs> entrepreneurs are just driving so much value and uh, we've got a good friend Peter Diamandis you know, wrote a book called abundance and uh, the future is better than you think and you know I mean he documents all this but we need help because it's just there there's nobody as we were talking about gets out unscarred and we're kind of beaten down H- how did you rise to the occasion here I mean you know this is a totally different market than what you were doing the e-commerce business you're going going ahead and you know the you're you know shot the hail mary but i mean it's it's a pretty a little audacious i mean you're throwing dinners yeah. and then all of a sudden <laughs> you're going when i i mean you were just putting the event together you're running some ads you know we're trying display ads and some other types of things and it sounds like it's evolved to really almost all with such so much online experience it's really more of a relationship business it's evolving to absolutely yeah no very much so i mean I, as i said at last year's event ignorance and confidence can go a long way when you're an entrepreneur like i didn't know anything about the event space by any stretch but those that ignorance led us to kind of you know challenge the traditional event model it's it's, it's unconventional to take in 4,200 applications and accept the top 100 people. It's unconventional to refund $43,000 in paid tickets to people you thought were not the right fit. I hold phone calls with everybody who buys a ticket to find out where they are, where they want to go, and if you know, the event will actually kind of fast track them or not. And if it's not, it's it's not a good fit for them. So, you know, that ignorance kind of paid off to a degree. So looking back, I mean, I think that's the one thing that all of us entrepreneurs share is this whole uninformed optimism where, you know, as soon as we come up with a business idea, we think it's going to be a lot easier than it is. We think we're more qualified than we are. We just start going after it. And eventually you're, you're too far into it to look back or go back. So you just keep plowing through it. And, you know, in some cases it works out. So thankfully it worked out for me. Well, that's what I mean. If you're not, if you're viewing this or even listening to it on the audio podcast if you don't have a smile then you haven't been an entrepreneur because (laughs) this is you know we've all gone through this and we go through it over and over and over again and and this is where you know i just want to come back to the the power of masterminds and you know they have to call them masterminds i mean we've got YPO, we've got EO, we've got Vistage, we've got you know uh, Jason's Mastermind Talk, we've got Joe Polish's 25K Genius Network, we've got Dan Sullivan really uh, 
strategic code. You know, you've got all these different groups. We've got accelerating entrepreneurial success. You know, this virtual one we're putting together. But it is it is so important to have that group, that collection, because I, I just see over and over again the magic happening. And I wish I you know we could figure out a way because it'd be you know it'd be a lot easier, Jason, if we could just okay, that's a person I should contact. I'll just give them a call and. <laughs> Uh, let, let's go to, uh, I want to go, you know, you're using a lot of tools. I mean, you're, you're pretty innovative young guy here and tell me, wait, hang on. The application of the day. What's the smartphone application that you want to share with the other entrepreneurs that are really making a difference in your life? Yeah. I mean, for me as an entrepreneur, I get, you know, an idea and it stays in my head for two, three seconds. And if I don't capture it, that's a problem. And I lose it. It never comes back. So capturing that is a big deal. So I either use voice memos or there's an app called Dropvox. So D-R-O-P-V-O-X. And what that does is uh, it's an app for your iPhone where it uh, takes your voice memo and it brings it right to Dropbox. And then what I do is I share that folder with my assistant and she transcribes everything for me so I can reference it later. But uh, that's been an incredible tool for me. Yeah. And, and I, uh, can you type, Jason? Type us? Not fast. I, I yeah. can type. Yeah. Fast. I can, well, I can type, but it's like this. It, that is not my unique ability. Yeah, that's not mine either. And I love, you know, you and I are both comfortable recording things. So, you know, I, I'd encourage, I do that a lot. I use Rev. I don't I have a virtual company with no employees. So I, I use Rev.com to transcribe the stuff and they're phenomenal. But I mean, boy, th that's a great, great idea and tool. I've found, I, I use, I don't use that app. I use a couple of other ones, but I, I will test that one out. And uh, Drop, it's Drop, say it again. Drop Vox. So instead of Drop Vox, it's V-O-X. V-O-X. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So definitely check that out. I mean, this is one of the things that so many of the entrepreneurs that are joining us here on AESNation.com that we are really, they're efficient as heck. Let's go to the next one. Uh, another app? No. The book of the day. What's book the book of the, of the day? Book of the day. I would have to say Seeking Wisdom, which is a book on Charlie Munger, who's probably one of the, well, behind one of the wealthiest men on the planet. Well, I, uh, I just I just pulled it up and showing it on Amazon. And, and from Darwin to Munger, what, what's it. that all about? It's basically, I mean, the, the core of the book is, is on Charlie Munger, is, is 25 cognitive biases and stuff like that, and what we run into as, as human beings, as these, these biases that keep us from making good decisions. And if you look at, you know, uh, Charlie's history and Warren Buffett's history, they've made good decisions, you know, after good decision, after good decision. They've made, they've made more good decisions and bad decisions. So there's a huge well, portion the, the, of the, the pile of the chip is fairly high. Exactly. Fairly high. Exactly. Yeah. So it's basically the whole premise of the book is to condense a ton of wisdom within a few hundred pages. And it does a really good job of that. And it's one of those things a lot of people might network. That's their kind of their go-to book that they read over and over and over again on an annual basis. I will definitely download it. I'm embarrassed I haven't read it and I will read it before we get together next. Let me go to my favorite segment here. And Jason, what I'd like to hear from you and all our viewers and listeners would like to hear, you know, with all the experience you've had, what's that one entrepreneurial insight, you know, hard learned lesson that you want to share that's going to help people really accelerate their success? I think one of the, well, one of the biggest ones that comes back to masterminding and awareness. I mean, somebody came up to me recently asked, you know, you know, a lot of very successful entrepreneurs, what are some common traits? 
And to me, it's, it's awareness. Awareness as to where they allocate their time, where their priorities are, their finances and their business, that kind of stuff. And good or not good entrepreneurs, great entrepreneurs often expose themselves to their, their blind spots through a peer group like a mastermind or a board of advisors or that kind of stuff. And that's a, a thing that I see time and time again among successful entrepreneurs is they know what their strengths are and they know what their weaknesses are and they work within their strengths as much as possible and they, they outsource their weaknesses. And as I said before, I mean, having a, a sounding board like a mastermind group or like a board of advisors is a great tool to help you kind of identify what those strengths are and what those weaknesses are so you can consciously work within them. Yeah, no, and it's it and it is so powerful to do that. Let me uh, go to the last segment here. Sure. Jason, you know, you've got let me put up your websites here. I've got one up. I've got Mastermind Talks. That's it. And what resources are available there? Currently, not much of anything, unfortunately. The event is is uh, is really through word of mouth. We actually don't open it up to the general public anymore. We may change that in the near future, but in the next coming weeks, we'll be re-adding our podcast, which was very successful. We did have it at the yeah. beginning of the year. Podcast, so they can see that as well. Yeah, so we're, we're going to be relaunching that in the coming weeks. No, there'll be a, a lot more resources. My I live my life one mastermind talks event at a time, so I was 100% focused on that event. Now that it's successful, now that it's passed, I'll be working a lot on uh, getting some stuff out there and have a lot of cool resources so yeah if you check the website in the next little bit there'll, there'll definitely be some stuff there yeah and, and I know you can I just did put my name in so you would notify me of the next one <laughs> as well. exactly and we'll see whether I qualify or not <laughs> okay let me share the key takeaways that I got out of you know working with Jason here and I mean there's there three key takeaways that I'm coming away with is you know number one Never deal with a problem alone. I mean, just don't do it. So get whoever the best entrepreneur, and no business problem, and really no personal problem, but on the business side, get the best entrepreneurs, you know, friends, any way you can get in front of the, the right people who can help you and share that. I've seen it over and over again in my own personal situation, Jason and yours when we did the hot seat and how the magic that you've been able to create from there. It's just, it's, it's entrepreneurs just taking off and sometimes not only dealing with that one challenge, because oftentimes the problem isn't the problem. The problem is the way we're thinking about it. When we bring those entrepreneurs together, some magic really happens. Second, you know, I said there's two takeaways uh, in the beginning that I wanted you to share, Jason. One was the masterminds and you're making it happen, happen really well and you know just inviting people to be but the, the second part was the you know how to do marketing and you, you are a great e-commerce marketer and all that and one of the amazing things to create high value items if you're marketing end of the day you know what Jason's finding is it's a relationship business and it's it's really with all the facilitation of the internet and so on, it's a word of mouth. So I'm gonna say that's the second part. So the first part, never do it alone. Second part is you know the ability to really focus on relationship marketing. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't use all this direct response and tools. And the third is go join a mastermind. Be part of at least one, if not more than that. Hey, Jason, I wanna thank you for joining us today. I, I really appreciate it. You know, continued success out there and, and keep making a difference. Thanks, buddy, it was, uh, it was a pleasure to be on. Okay, and let's go out there, our, all our fellow entrepreneurs your clients, your customers, all those future ones are counting on you. Don't let them down. Wish you the best of success.